Dale, what's your hoodie? Shadow of Intent. Never mind. That's the yeah. That's the band. That's yeah. uh yeah. Got it. Halo related. Got it. Like I think two albums were like fucking straight up everything Halo. They're pretty fucking good, bud. We or I, I'll take the blame for it. I was wrong about our episode number last episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back in time. This is going to be episode 39. And then next episode oh. will be 43. Just to make sure that no listeners get confused. Like, hey, where did episode 39 go? <laughs> this is it. It's here. Yes. Fuck. Um. Did y'all have a good Easter? Oh, my God. Yeah, wait. Shadow of Intent is from Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, shit. Dale, wave high. Wave high. Oh, hey, buddy. No, it's fine. Hey. We missed you, Dale. We missed you. No, you didn't. I did. Don't don't lie to me. We did miss you. We missed you very much. Oh, yeah. let's, Let's welcome him back. Yes. We had to have your... Your right hand man come and fill in yep. for you while you're your were best gone. friend, Kyle. Yeah, and I heard all the shit he talked. By the way, and you also think I didn't li- wasn't going to listen to that shit. Did you? So okay, I am legitimately surprised that you listened to it. I, I thought so, there was a five percent chance that you would listen to the to those two. So my thing is, I hate listening to my own voice. I I, I can listen to you and Morgan. You know, if you guys did your own thing, I could listen to it. I hate listening to my own voice. I think that kind of goes a little bit for everyone. But he was on it for sure. And I knew something was going to be said. So I'm like, yeah, he's not going to get away with this. <laughs> so. Hey, okay. Shit so you the, the... Yeah, true. True. <laughs> I, I had knew what I was walking into. <laughs> what were your impressions then? Because the two episodes that you missed... I mean, honestly, we're probably the two best episodes for you to miss because all we talked about for the last four hours yeah. of this podcast has been Elden Ring. Have you, by listening to that, been mentally persuaded to maybe play it? Or have you been driven the other direction? So I wanted to play it ahead of time anyway. You fucking did but- not. No, 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 no. Like I said, we've, we've had this conversation before. I love these games, but I can't play them. And I, I know that's so hard for you to fucking grasp. Because you said it for both episodes you mentioned. It, like, oh, it can't just be the difficulty. It, just, it can't be that. I can't. No, it's, it's not that. You've said it like fucking a thousand times. It is. I don't have to. I'm not. Yeah, I'm wasting my I time on that I stuck up for anymore. you. I stuck up for you. And I said. I, and I, yeah. I appreciate you. I heard that. And I appreciated it, Sean, Dick. But uh, no, um, like everything I hear about it, it's just like, all right, I want to do it. I want to play it. But then I've got all this other shit I have to play still. Cyberpunk. So like, yeah, absolutely. Cyberpunk. I'm going to 100% that one for sure. I saw it down there on your shelf. Yeah, it's there. There's a bunch of games down there that I don't even touch. But uh, 
you know what I mean? It's just, I have so many other things I, I'm, I want to play than I will actually complete. So I'm probably not going to play it unless either someone gives it to me or I get it on sale, like for Christmas or some shit you, when I have like nothing, there's a bereft of games. You bought Battlefield. You bought yes. Halo when it was already free. Yes. But you refuse to buy this. I bought all the other ones. <laughs> take take all the other ones <laughs> and go trade them in for this. I already did that. Oh, they're gone? Yeah, they've been gone. All right, dude. all right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I probably have something I can scrounge up. You know what I should have? I, uh... I should have fucking brought my copy to you. And then you could have mailed it back to me because I won't play it again well, until DLC comes out. Do you want me to send it to you? Well, whose fault is that? You were down here. Not like I saw you for all of like, no, no, I saw you for a good amount. Thank you for correcting more than, yourself. Well, actually the sad part is the one night that I saw you was more than I saw you for the two years you lived here. So, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I'm making some changes. I like it. I like it. It meant a lot. I'm making changes too. And it meant a lot to me that you invited me to your wedding. So, so I decided. So now you got to show your face more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was really into that movie I'm so, that we watched. So fucking lame. I don't know. Uh, Lords of metal or metal Lords or something like that oh, on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Someone told me that it was like halfway decent. Kyle? And no, 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 no. Kyle would never watch something like I don't think he would watch something like that. I could be wrong. Fuck you, Kyle. Um, it was just like someone that I actually somewhat respect. I don't respect him anymore because I wasted so much fucking time <laughs> on that movie. Um, he's like, oh, no, you should totally watch it. It's not bad. It's, you know, it's it definitely nails the whole awkward teenager kid who likes, you know, heavy music in high school. Yeah. I mean, it it does. It, it kind of did, but I mean, there's some like over the top cringe in that movie. But there's like ugh. there's two different types of those people that like heavy music. There's your normal ones, and then like I'm doing this because it's edgy, and yeah, the movie captured the people doing it because it's edgy, which is why it was so well, cringy. But those people are cringy. So is it like fully self-aware? See, that's where it gets tough because if it was, it's funny. If it wasn't, then it sucks. You know? See, I I feel like if I watch it again, I'll probably laugh at it a little bit more because I'll be I won't be as like hypercritical of it. Like, oh, you're fucking you're picking fun of the things I like, asshole. Like, oh, what the fuck, man? I wasn't like this as a kid, even though I was kind of like this as a kid. Like, what the fuck, dude? Are you gonna but, Are you gonna watch it, Morgan? No. No, I don't blame you. I I would not tell you to watch it, but if you grew up like listening to heavier music, wouldn't hurt just to you know. It's no Paul Thomas. Go down that rabbit hole. I agree. (laughs) Are you in a bad mood today, Morgan? No, I'm tired. Well, I mean, yeah, I got some family shit, but nah. Yeah, he's he's mad because I'm back. (laughs) I'd be mad too. (laughs) Okay, do you want me to send you? Elden Ring? You could probably have it for... What the fuck? 
you don't really want to play it if you have to sit there and think about a free copy of a game. You're, You're full of shit. peer pressuring me now. You're peer pressuring me now. No, it's just an offer. I'll fucking keep it. It sounds like peer pressure. Yeah. Morgan, did he send it? Did he just it say it that he wanted to play it? This is the best game I've ever played in my fucking life. Hands down. I was going to wait, but you keep going back and forth. Hands down, the best game I've ever played. I, I was still going to talk about my my last little bit of Elden Ring. Okay, hold up. Dale, why are we here? We're here to talk about the games. Talk about the games. No, I didn't play shit. Morgan, go ahead. The best <laughs> game ever. <laughs> All I've been playing is Elden Ring. I beat the game, and I'm going back to help people beat. Well, I went back to like do like find any little bosses, help people beat Melania. I I helped people beat the last boss, and I I probably helped people like thirty times and only beat it once. Um, actually. Kyle is playing Elden Ring right now as we speak because I'm watching him on uh, not Twitch but he's on Discord and it says that he's playing uh, Elden yeah. Ring. Yeah, dude, it, it's so good. So it's like I have I have a hole inside of me where Elden Ring is, and since I beat it, it's just like I I don't know I don't think I could play any other game ever again. I like keep send I keep it keep send it, it just send it to me, and I'm like, what else can I do? And sometimes I'll just sit there and be like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what's what's the reason for the failure on the last boss? Um, a lot. It could be me. It could be them. It, it's tough. Even like the good ones, we get to the Elden Beast and it's just, you know, if you're not 100% with your like dodges and shit, you're fucked, right? Because that it's a... With the Elden Beast, that's all it is, is dodging. What percent of people are dying to Radagon first? Uh, like 75, probably. Yeah. <laughs> At least, yeah. It's, it's the, the problem is, too, is that when you summon people, it the boss automatically gets harder, right? Right. They get more health. Yeah. So to all... Because it scales to two yeah. player. Yep. So to offset that, you have to summon two people, right? You have to. And the problem is, is that, like you were saying, Sean, is when you go to fight Radagon, just because not a lot of people have made it there, it's so hard to find someone to summon. And literally, you know, someone will summon me and I'll just wait. I don't care. And they'll go to summon other people to say, summoning other cooperator. Unable summoned. Summoning other cooperator. Unable summoned. And, and that's like right as the gold pops. So it's almost like it mm -hmm. almost behooves them just to use the mimic tier if you can't. And then they'll go in with just me, and it's like, dude, we're not going to fucking beat them. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how I ended up beating it was by myself with the mimic because the benefit of the boss having less health outweighs the benefit of having a real person helping you. Yep. Yep. So you just, I just had to suck it up. Some of the earlier bosses you would just rip through with a real cooperator. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, this shit's super easy. But that last dude, it, it definitely makes it way harder trying to summon people in. Yeah. Cause it makes the fight last longer, which I think we talked about last week. 
which you don't want with that last boss, especially the the longer it lasts, the fucking worse off you are. You know. Is it? I mean, it's that hard. Yeah, I mean, I got lucky and I beat him on my second try. But I also the difference between me and Sean is that Sean kind of powered through the last area, and then once he said how tough it was, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to the dungeons, even if I I was almost almost burnt at that time but i was like i'm just gonna go to every dungeon except for like one of the hero graves because those chariots are annoying i'm gonna go to every dungeon so i could level up and uh so i by the time i got to him i was 25 levels ahead of where sean was which mm-hmm. is huge and i had the rivers of blood katana which is like the best game in the uh weapon in the game So, I have a genuine question now. So, Sean, you're going to send this to me. Oh, I'm okay. going to try to okay. play it. I am, all right. You're going to... Uh, oh, so now you're not? <laughs> I didn't know that you had made up your mind. I don't need it back. I mean... I don't need it back until DLC comes out. So, feel free to keep and it. when's that? I haven't even announced it. No. So... Okay, bet. So, send it to me. All right? So, I'm going to play it. I'm going to attempt to play it. I'm literally, as soon as it gets to my doorstep... I'm going to install it, and I'm going to give it the old college try. Now, from you two, since you both have beat the game, and I'll even reluctantly ask Shipper Brains Kyle, what are some uh, pointers you would give to a noob to get good to start playing this right up the rip? Because, I mean, I I can't be the only one that hasn't... um, like delved into this like that. I can't be the only one. So help me help everyone else. Yes, Sean. Every time we've talked about the previous games, you have always made it clear that you feel like summoning cooperators is cheating. It's for pussies. No, you got to get that out of your mind. But instantly. Mm. Then again, like okay. I also just got done saying how not summoning can make some fights easier. It it all is dependent on the specific fight, the specific boss. Yes. Yeah. So, but you have this attitude of like these from software elitists that don't even think that you should use your NPC Ash. summons. Yeah, Spirit Ash. And and the game is built around you using them and some Mm -hmm. of the bosses i swear are designed for the ash that you summon to take heat from the boss so that you can attack it yeah because if it wasn't paying attention to someone else especially what the the second real fight against godric i that's probably hard as shit if you don't have something else running around because right. he attacks. Go ahead. Is Godric the first main boss? The, the second one with the flame arm yeah, thing. Yeah, I just got confused because it's Godric, Godfrey and God something. So They all sound like yeah. bitches. It's, it's the dude after Margit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The one that we fought together, like, and then you beat it without me because right I think, and I think it, it the, almost makes it. Yeah. Yeah. But 
that would be my number one advice to you specifically is you, you say these games are too hard and you're not into it, but then you don't want to use help that the game is providing you. So it's like, well, I mean, you're just, you're just fucked. It sounds like my life in a nutshell. You're just fucked. There's, there's aside, just, aside from that, it's, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. There's the two ways that they, they make this, like, it's still not easy, but they make it easier. It's, it's because it's open world. I mean, I'm just repeating other shit, but it's because it's open world. You go level up and stuff, but it's also the, it's like Skyrim yeah, with yeah. guns, <laughs> but also the, um, spear ashes. It's like, it's, just to be able to draw that little bit of aggro from the bosses helps. If we take your weird perception of how you're supposed to play these games out of it, patience. You got to go into it knowing that it's a slow game. The fights can be slow and that's kind of how you have to go about it. You can't be in a hurry to get to the next area or get to the next place. I would just, the way that Morgan and I both played it was never until I got like two thirds of the way through the game. I got a little bit like, I got to get this over with. What the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about the uh, way, Elden yeah, the Ring. Way we, oh, yeah, the way we played it, and you're saying when you got two thirds of the way through, oh. yeah, how all of a sudden you're like, I got to get through this. Play the game for the fun of playing it, and if you're not having fun playing it, just don't fuck with it. So you go into the mm. first few caves or the few first few little like minor areas, and you're not having a good time. And you're just waiting to get to like the first boss. This game just isn't for you. The enjoyment of the game is just playing the game. And if you go and you explore and you run through all these little areas, you'll you'll level up and that's the game. Like, I don't know, don't be in our don't be in a hurry. So it's pretty much like every other Soulsborne game. Soulsborne game in the aspect of there's also no story. Like there is, but there's not. There's there's significantly more story and dialogue in this game than any of the others. Okay. I also but no, you're not getting cutscenes with you know dialogue and cinematic shit. Like that's not really happening. Mm-hmm. I would also it's say all about the gameplay and the atmosphere. I would also say start with the samurai class. My preference, see, I was like iffy between samurai, hero, and vanguard, but the samurai starts with a bow. So, and bows are so nice just to pick off the little guys. Yes. But I thought I had to be a naked male running through the woods. I thought that was like the whole point of the game. Like you had to just run naked everywhere you went. Nothing but a loincloth. You I'm, really do have the just wiggle my. You really got that hardcore fan mentality, which is really going to work against you. Right. <laughs> so you're saying that 
me just running up to the first walls and just wiggling my junk at him won't do <laughs> a damn thing. Trees, I don't know what your fucking no. shield bash, bash your ass. And I was like, hey, bam, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, it's the best game I've ever played. It was. I'm like, I'm debating, and I got a thousand out of a thousand, but I'm debating whether I want to do another playthrough. Jeez. And I said this on the last episode. Did you listen to both of them, Dale? Yeah, yeah. but I, I listened to them when they first came out, so it's been a minute. I agree with Morgan. Like, I, I kept my nitpicks about some of the technical problems. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking yeah. about... We agreed episodes ago that like atmosphere is what really sells a game for us. This game is a 20 out of 20 for atmosphere. It's a 20 out of 20 for gameplay. It's just a 18 out of 20 for how polished it is. Mm -hmm. But it is, you know, you can't compare it to perfection of Red Dead Redemption or The Last of Us 2. But I hadn't more fun playing Elden Ring than I had. Those games had better stories, but those games are also, they're also less game. And more movie. Right. And this is like, I think the reason this game has been so popular, so much more popular than their previous games is it's just a fucking game. And it has more game in it than any other game that's ever been made. But but yeah, man, it's it's hard. But if you uh, if you pick a weapon that you like and you keep it upgraded as soon as you can and pay attention to like some of the talismans or gear that you use. Like I I don't picture you failing at this game like you did with Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3. But you may just not like it, which is yeah, totally cool. But you will progress in this game if you play it. So I want to make something like so after listening to the two episodes with you guys and Kyle. That fucking asshole. Um I was literally so as you guys know, I had family down. Then Sean came down, and of course, they all stay in my room, which is where all my stuff is, except for the one Xbox. I really, and out of just a pure sign of respect, I don't go into this room when someone else is staying in here. Even if they don't have anything in in here, really, it's just a a respect thing. Like, hey, this is where you're sleeping. I'm not going to go around and and fuck around where you're sleeping, unless you need me to. You just go and cuddle up with Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Next time he comes down, he better watch out. You wake up at night and you're fooding with his big muscly arms. <laughs> All right, Sean, I hope you forget about this. And I know your memory shit. So, uh, you've been warned. I'll forget. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry. I'll make sure I tuck it. <laughs> you won't feel Don't nothing. Wear. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but, uh, but no, in all seriousness though, like, so I really couldn't like play anything at all. You know what I mean? And then of course you guys know, I went to Tennessee this weekend on top of that. So like my, time to do anything was you know few and far between but in the small fleeting moments that i had chances to play something you know it kept creeping into my mind since you guys kept talking about elden ring uh, elden ring 
downloading uh, Demon Souls 3, excuse me, Dark Souls 3 on my Xbox out there, it's like, well, fuck, maybe, maybe I should give it another try. Because you guys kept talking about it. And kept talking about it. And kept talking about it. I'm like, well, fuck. I never did. <laughs> but I thought long and hard about it. I thought we were going somewhere. With I, got to that, I got to that point. I was like, oh, fuck this. I, I don't, I don't want to get fucking pissed off any more than I already am. Fuck this shit. But I definitely gave it like a long, hard like thought process. So it's the itch is there. So and I'm not talking about crabs. Hey, I could always come in and help you too if you need help with the boss. Mm. As long as you berate me constantly during the whole thing. It's like, look at this fucking guy. He can't even fucking beat a boss without my help. God damn it, man. Get good. The fuck? This fucking guy. Look, I hit him once and he went down to three quarters health. You can't even fucking hit him once? What's your problem? Go fucking hide in a corner, you fucking mook. Get the fuck out of here. I played. Yes, so you have to berate yeah. me constantly. I played that little bit of uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands that I talked about oh, I wanna, on the previous I episode. Play it so bad. But in the two weeks or whatever since we did that episode, I haven't played it at all. And when I think about sitting here and playing it, it's just like going back to what Morgan said. Borderlands is one of my favorite franchises, but I. It's not Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah man, it's it's not. Dude, it's like, so hard. Just... It, yeah. So if after I listened to the one episode with you guys talking about it for that little bit, um, I went watched some reviews, watched some gameplay and all that, but everyone pretty much said the same shit about Tiny Tina. Pretty much the writing is fantastic. The voice acting is incredible as always, but it's if you played Borderlands 3, which of course we all have, it's the same game. There's really nothing that different. Um, and they even said sometimes there's a little bit too much chaos going on screen. Of course, you know, that's always up for debate that's, with these games. That's the, like the exact opposite of what I said. No, I, well, that's what you, yeah, yeah. you didn't say that, yeah, that's but that's crazy. what all the other reviewers were saying. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's just, mm-hmm. that's weird to me because like you're using magic based guns that aren't shooting bullets, but they're shooting like spells like, yeah, at the heart of it, it's borderlands, but that's like saying Mario 64 doesn't feel like a Mario game because it's 3d like borderlands is always going to feel like borderlands. Cause that's what the fuck it is. Unless they made like a real time strategy game out of it. Like, Oh, maybe this won't feel like borderlands anymore. But I was also complaining to Morgan about, how it doesn't feel chaotic and it only feels like there's five enemies on the screen at once. And you're not getting chain reactions from your weapons or your grenades or whatever. So I probably should play into it a little bit more, but I just don't want to. And I picked up the Lego (laughs) star Wars and I haven't started that. I really would just, Damn, Elden Ring's got its hold on you like that bad. Where like, because I know you love the Lego, uh, the Lego games. I mean, I haven't played Elden Ring either. I think I needed like a serious fucking break after Horizon and Elden Ring, like eight hours a day every day for three weeks or whatever. Like I needed Jeez. a break, but 
it doesn't even feel exciting to think about all oh, I'll play some borderlands tonight. I, if some, if some Elden ring DLC came out tonight, I'd be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm on it. It is. Fuck you, Dale. I hate it because I hate being that guy. Cause it's starting, you're starting to get like the vegan shit or the CrossFit shit applied to from software fans. And like, I really don't want to be that dude, but it's just that good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not that dude. Not, like I like Sekiro, right. But I'm not that dude at all. And, and it's just like Elden Ring is on a totally different level than any game I played. It, it was like, I put in, so when I beat it, I put on like 120, 130 hours. And it, yeah, maybe the last 10 hours, I was getting to the point where, where I was a little burnt. Dude, 100 plus hours, and I was, all I wanted to do was play Elden Ring. That was it. Did you play anything else? Nope. I don't think that. <laughs> so, so out of the three of us, in the last two weeks since the last episode, Dale and I have played nothing, and you have played Elden Ring. Is that where we're at? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what the people tune in for, damn it. I know. I know. But it's let's, just... And then I got... Let's throw... Oh, go ahead. Just real quick. I got the... With the remembrance of the last... Uh, of the Elden Beast, I got the Sacred Seal Sword. It's just like the sword that the Elden Beast used. And that's all. I, that's like another reason I want to play through it because I want to use that. That's. I think I said that last time. Like I want to play through it now with all these build possibilities. Why couldn't there just be one achievement for like play through New Game Plus? Right. Right. Why can't there just be one of those? They just patch it in. Just add it in. Exactly. Give me something to do. Yep. Yep. So uh, I want to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So, Sean, we were talking about that movie on Netflix. Oh, right. The Metal Lords or whatever. Or Lords of Metal, whatever the fuck it is. I'm actually really surprised you didn't chastise me for what you caught Laura and I doing when you came in to the house when we were watching that. What the fuck were you doing? Did I not notice? Oh, no, you noticed because oh, you even talked oh, about it. Oh, <laughs> No, it's uh, not sexual. Oh, okay. No, there's nothing sexual about it. I mean, I don't know. It, it's kind of sexual because your boy was rock hard while we were doing it. <laughs> what the fuck was it? Uh, we were opening Pokemon cards. Oh, God. <laughs> so I have to. I'm really not good as I've gotten older. To sub- like, I- I've gotten really bad at like g- giving into peer pressure. I re- like I when it's like stupid things, I give into it. So Kyle, for the longest time, this fucking piece of shit, has been trying to get me to start collecting with him again, right? And I kept telling Laura, I was like, ah, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I do not want to go down this fucking rabbit hole because I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go balls to the wall and just spend way too much fucking money and I have spent way too much fucking money. I have a question before you get deeper into this and you don't, yeah, you don't have to answer this. And I realize it's not a polite question to ask, but I've known you for long enough. Now, when you left GameStop, 
and you got hired at the prison. Mm -hmm. You showed me your starting salary and it was not an impressive starting salary. But since then you have bought a car, bought a house, you own a motorcycle. You still own it, right? You still got it. Yeah. Have you been getting significant bumps in your salary since you started? Or are you somehow throwing away money on Pokemon cards while also paying a mortgage and paying a car payment and and buying an Xbox and buying a PlayStation 5? And buying a PC and <laughs> right. equipment for the PC right. and monitor for the another monitor for the PC and uh, another guitar that I'm looking into right now and some recording software because apparently I've got another band starting up. Yeah, are you are you working the system at, at prison? Are you taking payouts from the inmates to like run drugs? Like I'm sucking cock on the side. I hope to God they're okay. paying you more because I wouldn't have taken that bullshit ass job you took unless they were paying you significantly more. So, to be 100% honest, uh, the prison, when I first moved over, I was making, I think, just under what a store supervisor or a a team lead makes at a GameStop. So, it was like they were on par, and I was just starting out. After six months, you get a raise. So, I would be making more than than a team leader or a store leader. And then, every year, they give out bonuses Every year there's a decent pay increase, but as I've made rank, uh, you know, you guys know I'm on the uh, the response team, so that's extra money in my pocket. Uh, there's a couple other things, you know. Of course, I work at least however many hours of overtime every week. You're not because I don't do eight hour days; I do more. You're not on a strict salary; you get paid for your overtime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my thing is, I'm always like when I tell you guys, like when I mention that I don't have time. I'm not like bullshitting. Like I do more than likely like 10 hour days every day. Dude, even if you were to do 40 hours a week, I hope to God it would be a living salary. Cause that, that shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. 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 And well, on the, on the bright side, uh, this has nothing to do with it, but in July, hopefully if everything goes correctly, I'm going to be getting a substantial pay increase, which you guys can look up. I'm not going to put that out there like that, but yeah, it's, it's a, hefty increase so i will be what has it been like five years now yeah five years is it because it's five when you get a raise every year you don't you don't mean like at gamestop where they'd be like three percent we're gonna give you 10 cents more an hour or some shit yeah no 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 it's 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 more than that it's definitely more than that well good for you man thanks man that's positivity so this is the positive part of the podcast, so we don't have to revisit it at the end, because I'm going to be negative as fuck. I don't know what about yet, but we're going that direction. Fuck it. Is it yes, um, a private prison? Like, are they all private? Okay, yeah. Because they're all, they're all, the ones in Connecticut are all state-run as well, so. Yeah, uh, South Carolina is all uh, state-ran except for obviously your counties and then of course your fed right, right your yeah, federal yeah. yeah same here but everything is it's same hierarchy here, yeah so i went i went and i applied and i interviewed i passed well i passed the written i passed the physical and then i went for the interview and i have like four duis and my family's been arrested for 
growing weed and uh, a bunch of other things. So it probably, I think that's more than likely why I didn't get hired. <laughs> you, you're like, you tried you to see be this guy. You see this guy. You applied to do the prison guard shit before. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, you never mentioned that. Yeah. I didn't. I thought I did for some reason. Maybe not. Mm-mm. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. So they, they, how long ago, how long ago was that? It was like my last year at GameStop, which was 2012, I think. Um, and I, like I said, I, I think, I can't remember which was first. I can't remember if it was the written or the physical, but whichever, I, it, the fucking, yeah. I was going to say, usually, I mean, I can't speak for everywhere, but usually they do a physical one yeah. first. They do it like a PAT. And then afterwards you get in and then they're like, hey, let's see how smart you are because you could pass the physical aspect of it because that usually deters people right away. So many aspect. people failed out in that physical part. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> I didn't even really train for it. I mean, I was doing jujitsu and stuff, so I was in better shape than I am now. Well, I did. It was like push-ups, sit-ups, and running, more or less. So every night I just made sure I could do push-ups and I could do sit-ups for like two months. Um. Yeah, and then I went, I did the, the uh, written a few months later, and then I interviewed. And they seemed to really like me, but whatever. It would have been nice, because it would have been 25 years now. But... Yeah, see, that's where I'm at now. It's 25 and out, or if you have the age, but huh. inmates. Yeah, I know, exactly. That's... <laughs> yeah. So by the time you're 50, you'll be done with that shit. Yeah, roughly. I think I did the math. It's like fifty-two or fifty-three. And you you get full pension, and you get a part-time job. Yep. You see all these fuckers that join the military, and they go in for like two to four years, and then they come out, and they're like, "Oh, I'm disabled." And it's like, dude, like here you are at the gym with me. And they're like, "Oh, it's mental, bro." And it's like, "Oh, okay, I get a thousand dollars a month from the military." And it's like, God damn. Like if I knew it, I know, I know Morgan, there are people that have legitimate problems. No, I no, understand a thousand dollars. I thought nothing. <laughs> there are people. Well, it's better than not having a thousand dollars. I mean, it's not livable. Eh. Well, so, you know, people that are, that are getting more than that subsidized from the government. Oh. Is that what you're saying? No. Or are you just saying a thousand isn't much? Yeah, it's just nothing if that's what they're living oh. off of. No, because they're not fucking disabled. Right. I'm sure that if you if you lost your legs or you know, you were maimed or amputated in some sort of way, you're probably getting more help than a grand a month. Right. But there's a dude I know that has I don't want to be disrespectful, but he has PTSD, you know, with, with air quotes around it. And that's not to say that he does or doesn't struggle with it. Cause I don't fucking know, but there is no doubt that there are plenty of people that do this shit and then get out and they know they can get money if they just say, Oh, I got, I got these issues. But on top of that, like Dale was saying, if you just do those few years, you have a lifetime of medical benefits a lifetime of, you know, all that shit is taken care of for you. Had I known what life was going to be like right now at 41, 
it would have been a great idea at 18 just to be like, all right, yeah, like two years is your minimum. And then like, you'll help me out forever. Like, okay. Like, I'm pretty sure I could have done two years in some military shit. Gone to Maybe war. I would have hated it. I mean, dude, I mean, if you die, you die, right? Yeah. yeah you don't have to worry about the benefits anyway, because you're already I'm dead. worried about me dying than I am having to kill someone else. <laughs> it's hard to say how you'd feel in that situation unless you're in the situation i don't want to come across like some military badass right it's like oh it's, it's me or them bro so it's gonna be them because yeah i'm sure like maybe that has some fuck i'm sure you see some fucked up shit and i'm sure that you have to do some fucked up shit and some people are capable of compartmentalizing that and going on about their life. And some people aren't. And I guess I can't say for sure which one of those I would be. I'd like to think I could go shoot some people, kill some people and come back home and make peace with it. But fuck, maybe not. I wouldn't be able to, you know, I will put it to you this way. And this is five years in the system. And I'm not saying I have PTSD or anything like that, but you do become institutionalized. Now, I can't speak on the military because I've never been in the military, but if it's anything, there's got to be some similarities, right? I would say. Because there's an authoritarian complex. You, d- you um, do what you're told. You know, told. I've seen, exactly, you know, all that shit. I've definitely seen some things that, you know, you kind of look at things differently and like, being out in public, I kind of look at people very differently, you know, cause you see what people are capable of, especially when they're in a wall. But I mean, I'm not going to say like, I, you know, I'm like, I hear a, a loud bang of a door. I'm just like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm going to get stabbed. I'm going to get stabbed. I'm going to get stabbed. I'm gonna get stabbed. It's not like that. But you, like I said, you definitely notice things more. You see things differently. And I definitely tend to be a little bit overly cautious now. I don't talk about shit. Are there guards in the prison system that come out? of retirement and are able to draw disability from mental anguish that like PTSD. Um, if they, if they do. So I've heard, so it's, it's weird. Cause it's, I feel like it's similar in the military in that aspect where you don't really talk about it. You know, if you have it, you don't bring it up. You don't talk about it. It's something you just deal with because I've, I've, you know, of course I've read things where it's like, Oh, you know, being a correctional officer, it has the highest rate of PTSD of any job, you know, besides the military, obviously, or whatever, because of what you see, what you deal with on a daily basis. I can't give you any confirmation on that because it's not something you talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I can tell you right now, I've seen things at a level three yard where it's like, oh, shit, okay, th- that's pretty fucked up. If it's not, I've become decent. If it's not something that mm-hmm. you talk about, how come all these fuckers that get out of the military never shut up about it? Oh man. Like I said, it, the things I've seen, the things I've well, done, I will, you'd never, I'll, I'll be real with you. So I have a couple friends in the military. Um, some will talk about it. Some won't say a word about it. And it's kind of, you got those two types of people. Like some people will brag about what they've done. And I will tell you this, and I don't, I can't say this for everyone, obviously, but I've noticed the guys that'll brag tend to be, and be a little bit more boastful aren't exactly what they say they are. 
having said that, a lot of the guys that have been to war and have done some things that they're not exactly proud of won't bring it up unless they start drinking or they feel comfortable with you. And I'm, I'm and that's when you got to get worried because I've seen guys kind of break down a little bit in that realm, I guess. I, there are two types of people who will only do like two to three years, a very short stint in something, but they'll talk about it the rest of their lives. It's people who, Hey, I went, have, I went to, I went to Japan. Hey, it's people like Sean, <laughs> people who go to Japan and then people yeah. who go to war, those two. And that's people it. who've been in the military will always say, Oh, when I was in the military, when I was in the military and people who have been in prison, I'm not talking about guards. I'm talking about prisoners and, the, I have a lot of friends that have been in and out of prison. And they'll always be like, oh, when I was in prison, when I was in prison, work with people in prison. When I was in prison, it's like, dude, that was fucking 15 years ago. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's just one of those things where, like I said, I can't speak on the military aspect all the way. But it's definitely... You know, I've seen the after effects of on both sides just because, you know, I have, I have friends and family that have been in, um, you know, and then when it comes to the correctional side, um, you know, I'm still currently in. So it's, I, you know, I've definitely seen some things, but I know how to, I guess, turn have it off ever, at the gate. Is have you ever seen like, a prolapsed anus? On Pornhub, absolutely. But like up close and personal. I've never seen a prolapse anus up close. I don't know where that's you coming said, from you exactly. Said you've seen some things, so I just want to know if a prolapse. Yeah, but that's anus not one of them. That's all. That's definitely not one <laughs> of them. Is I mean, is that, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be mad about it. Is that not a common reason to visit the nurse? <laughs> <laughs> It absolutely is, but I, I've I've yet to hear about a prolapsed anus. If they uh, if they have one, they kind of do it on the sly. Like, hey, uh, hey man, I need to go. Hey CEO, I need to go to medical. Hey, what you got going on? I can't talk about it. You sure? No, man. I just need to go. I need to go to medical. I need some ibuprofen. I was like, let me see. Come on. What uh, what what level? You're not at like a maximum security. Facility. No, 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 no. I'm not at uh, any max or anything like that. I'm actually, my prison went from a two and it's going down to a one. But like I said before, with me being on the response team, I go to all these level three yards. So I see them all like pretty regularly. What's, what's the truth behind the frequency of prison rate? Like, does this shit happening every day? No, no, not every day. Um, Once a week. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't have to, to quantify it. I mean, you can't, or you, they don't exactly. You don't. Oh, you don't hear about. It? Are week, you saying you don't? You're not told. Yeah, they 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 try to be very respectful when that happens to the to the victim. Now, what I've been in corrections for five years, and I'm trying to think how many times that that has actually come up, and I'm thinking. I think it's either three or four times. So roughly, if, I guess. But but here's the thing. How many people are there? Can you say that? Well, again, my initially when I first came in, it was uh, 900 and some change. Okay, so 1,000. Now, 
now I'm down to like 450. So that's a pretty steep drop. It's a pretty significant drop. Um, you better fill those cells now, up. Like I said, I no. Uh, here's the thing though. Like when it comes to that, I can't talk about it. Yeah, that's fine because of legal reasons. Um, because of those per, uh, you know, those particular people, especially with I think some of them still being in. Yeah, you're not talking about them. You're just saying how much has happened. Well, yeah, but yeah, but I'm just saying in general, like it's see, it's a tricky situation and all the all the way around because you can't discredit what they're saying. Do people try to use it as their advantage to get over on something? Absolutely. It's just one of those deals where you can't discredit what you hear. And usually by the time you figure it out, they're already at another institution or they're already somewhere else where you won't know the outcome. And it's not our job to know the outcome. That's our legal team that handles all that afterwards. Man, the way that it's portrayed to, I don't know, everybody that doesn't work in a prison is that this Mm -hmm. shit is happening like multiple times a day that is just fucking rampant all the time told you it's not (laughs) it's all no it's it's so they make it a big deal for sure because it's rape and it's you know that's a big deal because if it goes unheard or unreported and all that kind of stuff it's it could for one fuck a lot of people up mentally and physically and all the above but then it could also turn into a financial situation for the institutions the state so on and so forth so we have to treat it that's like one of the highest things that we have to look out for is prison rape there's actually a thing called PREA the prison rape elimination act and we are like every year we have to go over things about it like we get audited every year to make sure our institutions are up to par with the PREA standards so it, it's a big deal. Like, it's a very big deal. That's why we're so vigilant about it. It's so... It's weird to me that the government even gives a shit about what's going Actually, on in there. Like... I do have a question. Yeah. Like, legitimate question. What's worse? The last boss in Elden Ring or prison rape? Because I feel like they're on par with each other. I think Sean would say the last boss, and I would say prison rape. <laughs> <laughs> the last boss for him was 20 hours. <laughs> prison rape would probably be like a minute. <laughs> so. I don't know. Some guys uh, hold it to you. The way that you talk about it makes it sound so compassionate. Like, we really care about what's happening to these dudes. You should. And you're fucking locking people up. They should care what happens. Like, okay. you're saying, you did, oh, wait, you were a bad wait. boy. You did some drugs. So I'm putting you away. Like, you should still care about I, people. I agree with you that you should care about them. But there's a lot of shit going on in the world that should be happening that isn't. And how Dale says you're institutionalized. If you've been doing this job for 20 years or you're the fucking warden, you've been there for 40 fucking years or whatever. Eventually this shit just becomes another day at work. And then the way that we see it and granted the way I'm talking about it being presented to me as like law and order. 
or dun dun or a prison movie or some shit, right? Like prison break or some like where Oz. this is just the shit that is happening all the time. And the guards are like, eh, hey, get out of here. Like, I ain't got time to worry about that. Hey, put your dick in your pants, Sonny. <laughs> put your dick in your pants. Don't, 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 don't put that away. I'm going to pepper spray you. It, so there's all at GameStop. There were always prison rapes. <laughs> I've heard of that happening at a GameStop. There were always initiatives. There are always focuses. Like this year, we're going to sell fucking phone plans. This year, we're going <clears> to <throat> take tablet devices for trade. And then the employees would be like, I don't give a shit about that. I'm not doing it. Remember, we had to carry a tablet around on the floor and greet the guests with the oh. tablet and look up their power yes. up information. We never did that once. And our DM would come in and be like, it looks like there's been two tablet uses in the last month. How was that possible? And he'd be like, where is it now? And I'd be like, oh, shit. Uh, let me go. Let me go get it. And it would be in a drawer under a bunch of fucking papers, yep. you know? So when you say that, that the government or the prison is running a prison elimination program, it's like, yes, they should. Of course they are. But how, how deep is that penetrating? <laughs> 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 like how, how, how far down the line are these, what I would imagine annoying things for you these all these extra procedures and so does every prison guard isn't a caring loving person i would imagine most no. of them i won't say some of them don't give a shit or is that wrong do you find that most of the people you work with are actually like really good people no <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. No. I mean, I mean, it's like any it's any other job. You know what I mean? You're gonna have your the guys you don't like, and then you're gonna have the people that you, you know, you can tolerate and can work with every day. Now you got yeah, but you get more like military type guys. It's just like the police force. You get all those guys that wish they were in the fucking military. You know, it's probably a little less with prison guards, yeah. but still. I mean, you you get it for sure. Like, there's absolutely ex-military that come in after they've been discharged for whatever or you get guys that are like you said wanted to go to the military and couldn't and or whatever the case may have been um now don't get me wrong there's definitely some good people that work inside the walls for sure and there's also some shitheads that work inside the walls the king of the north and the f i don't even watch that show all right well, you should uh fuck that shit but uh no Game of Thrones, but, no know, Breaking Bad. Nope. The best shows. All right, continue. Nope. But uh, like I said, it, it's just like any other job. I mean, you got to know who you're working with, what you're dealing with, and you just kind of adjust every day, day to day. You know what I mean? It's just my thing is I know I'm what I'm responsible for and what I have to do on a daily basis. So I try to make sure that what I have to do is done and when something comes up, I'm readily available. Like I'm ready for anything. I'm not trying to make it sound like, yeah, let's fucking go, man. Yeah. Let's yeah, <laughs> fucking run for anything. Gear the fuck up. Yeah. No, that, that's <laughs> you fucking 
Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's not me, but I'm like I'm definitely like when there's like an A team or some shit like that, nine times out of ten, I'm the first one there because you know we look at each other as a family. You know what I mean? Like I'm here to protect my family. I'm here to, you know, I don't, I, I hate using that analogy. Like it's, Oh, it's us versus them. Eh, it's not always that way. It trust me. It's, but I will tell you this. If I see guys in orange coming after someone on my side and it's something that I can, you know, quell the tempers or something that needs to get done. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, there's an opposition there. We're going to, we're going to take care of it. So I hate being that guy. Don't don't cough during my story. Yeah, you sound a lot like David right now. Yeah, you you had me until you Th- said thanks. we're like a family. It's us versus them, and then you started yeah. losing me. Yeah, but it's and I I was with you until that. Like I, I get. All right, so I'm gonna put it put it to you this way. So let's say you and Sean are actually better yet. Yeah. You're I at understand GameStop. What you're saying. I do. I understand your point. It's just that you got that like almost like us and them type thing. That was, you know. But it's it's not that. See, if you were actually if you worked in that setting, you'd understand a little bit more. Because my thing like is a military guy now. If you were in the military, you would have known. You're just no. You're no just if a you let me finish, what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying, dickweed. What I'm saying is is that. I treat everyone with respect until you give me a reason not to. And I tell like all my inmates know, like, like I'll, I'll shoot the shit with them and talk to them and just be a regular human. Cause I tell them like, my thing is something that a lot of officers do tend to forget. It is very easy for you to be an orange as opposed to wearing the badge. You could have easily fucked up in your life at some point and been wearing orange and not wearing the badge. I didn't forget that. And I make it known. It's like, man, when I was growing up, I was a piece of shit. I mean, I'm still kind of a piece of shit, but I'm a little less of a piece of shit. And my thing is just because this person fucked up, you know, maybe got a DUI and wrecked his car and killed someone. He made his mistake. He's paying for his mistake right now. Doesn't mean I should treat him lesser than a human, which some people do. I try to be very respectful towards everyone. And like I said, until you give me a reason not to. Now, don't get me wrong. We have things we have to do when it pertains to our job that I have to do. And I will do. And they know that. If you work with me, I work with you. If you're going to be a piece of shit human, I'm going to treat you like a piece of shit human. But there's that, that understanding, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? If, if you're coming up to my office, me being a supervisor, if you're coming up to my officer and like threatening them, doing all this extra shit, I'm going to try to defuse the situation before it escalates for obvious reasons. Cause there's a lot more of them than there is of us. But we've had situations where you got to do what you have to do. And like I said before, the orange and what we are, <laughs> I gotta yeah, side with what we are, and I'm gonna back my officers all the fucking time. Them. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are? Picture a scenario where one of Dale's coworkers is being threatened, and Dale is like, "No, I'm with the prisoner on this one." Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, how's that going to go over? Is that what you think I'm like? How but is that so, what you so, think I'm saying? Because it's not. 
What are you saying? No, it's, it's kind not. of coming off. I as... was just saying I was following you until you said us and them. That's all I said. I didn't say because I totally understand. I understand what you mean, but it's just it's once you start to switch to the point of like, obviously what you just said makes a lot of sense, right? So what I'm saying is before what you just said, as if you didn't say it, right? Because it's almost like you're not thinking of them as humans, right? But obviously you just explained yourself, so. So now you're the asshole. Now you're the asshole. I want. Now you're not treating. <laughs> Think about how different your life could be right now, Morgan, if you had got hired. That's fucking crazy. Like I've never applied for a job that would have like changed my lifestyle because I got this different type of employment. It's like, I, I, I do well, retail, I do food service. It's like, oh, whatever. But like, imagine. What do you mean by lifestyle though? Like, do you mean like mentally how you look at things like outside of everything? Or are you talking about just the pay increase and what you could do afterwards? Like, you know, 25 and out type shit. Like, what do you mean by lifestyle exactly? I meant a job that would significantly change your outlook. Like. Wouldn't. Being a prison guard wouldn't yeah, change you your outlook. That. You say that. Wow, you say I that. Wonder. I do say like, that. And obviously it might be different if I was, but it's like, you know. So I'll put it to you this way. So I know you come from a very colored background, just like I do. Uh, I've majority of my dad's friends, besides the ones he worked with and all that, are have been down, like have been in prison for sure. And the funny part is like, I have family members that are actually police officers too. So I have a, a pretty good split. So I have a good you know idea of both sides before I even went into the prison system. Even that them telling me, Hey, you're going to see this. This is what's going to happen. And you know, X, Y, and Z until you actually get in and see it firsthand and see what, you know, people are capable of. And it does change your perspective. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't like people to begin with for that much anyway. But it definitely kind of skews your perspective. Like I said, when I tell you, like, I look at people differently on the outside because of what I see on the inside, it skews your perspective. I still treat everyone the same way, like shit, but you get the point. Well, I also never had a job where it was any sort of concern that, like, oh, I could get stabbed or murdered today. Yes, maybe you got robbed at GameStop. There there were people that would get robbed and shot, but you didn't go to work with any sort of body armor, like just, just in case, you know? I I will give you a perfect example. So one of the days that I went on a call, we had to go to uh, Charleston. There's an institution right, right in the outside of Charleston. The week before, the contraband lieutenant, basically the contraband team is specifically to find and look for gang, you know, intelligence, all that, you know, like all gang related stuff, cell phones, weapons, you name it, stuff that you're not supposed to have in the prison by the inmates or the officers. Pretty much they found a phone 
with a bunch of officers' names and addresses. That's, that's a pretty big find. He found it, long story short, a week later, his, his house miraculously caught fire. They put a hit on him. That's what these people inside the walls are willing to do to us for doing our job. Because it's gang-related shit. So, I mean, does I feel like that would kind of help change your perspective. If someone, if you were at work and you were just doing your job, and they're 100% in the wrong, they get a hold of someone on the outside and say, hey, that guy Morgan, fuck that guy. Burn his house down. Better yet, if he's in it, fuck him. Telling you, shit happens. They had a, a lieutenant shit, that got shot up a couple rough. years ago. Oh, just, uh, so rough in there. Same, yeah, man. Okay, hold on, no, hold on. I know you're saying. Hold on, let's just let's 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 stop right here. Do you this? This is an honest question, just because of the reaction okay. you just had. This is from Morgan, not for Dale. Do you not think it's as rough as it's presented to us? Like. Do you think that it's a relatively just chill, go about your day, do your time? Maybe some fucked up shit happens here and there, but but it's just boring as fuck, but not. Yeah. Do you fear dangerous? for your life when you go in every day? Or most of the time you're just like, yeah, this would be all right. I don't mean I don't mean for Dale. I no, mean for no, the I, for the inmates. What do you mean? It, I mean, it all depends on the fucking prison you go to. Because most of the prisons, you just go in and you do your thing. Like, I've never been in jail. I know Dale's going to be like, oh, no, you don't get it. It's fucking dangerous. They're going to kill me. But, you know, most of the prisons, you go in and do your fucking shit. Like, dude, I've never been in prison. But I know a lot of people that have for, you know, a year plus and the vast majority of prisons, shit doesn't happen. Like, yeah, people will get into fights, but even like stabbings are very rare occurrences. So, all right. So take what I was saying earlier, or we were saying about dudes that go in the military, and then spend their whole life talking about all the fucked up shit they did or saw, and we kind of agree that most of them are over exaggerating that shit for glory or badass points or whatever. Would you say that prisoners when they're released are doing the same thing? Like, Oh dude, it was so dangerous, but I made it out. I just kept my head down no, because I, because it gives them some that. sort of clout. Like even the military people, you very yeah, rarely hear that. Dude, how many people... Dude, that's all I hear. That's all you hear from the people have that have been in prison that you know are like, dude, it was so rough in there. You don't even know, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like people that say they grew up in Detroit when they really grew up an hour away from Detroit because it gives them some sort of tough guy street, street cred. cred. Like, I made it through this, dude. I grew up in Atlanta. You don't know anything about Atlanta unless you've been there. And I go to Atlanta and it's like, well, it's just a normal-ass fucking city. It's really big and intimidating. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to die. Is I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying if I went to prison, would I feel like, oh, everybody is just talking this up who, as way who, more. Like, are they, they're literally, people are talking that up to you like that. Because I don't know anybody 
there's been like, oh, yeah. dude, this shit was fucking crazy, bro. I was getting stabbed. People get beat up. You, you watch. You gotta watch your back, bro. Here, I, I, I care. I know what this is. Like, you can see behind me. I know what this is. This is, this is South Carolina culture clashing against Connecticut culture because Connecticut and South Carolina, two very different places. And I think that South Carolina puts a lot of uh, power in being able to claim street cred amidst your do you think it does your, your not friends like it here or your, either i mean well no i don't dude i've been there one time in my life no i'm that's, and i know that i'm not, not trying to mean. say you <laughs> i'm not trying to say that i'm right and you're wrong i'm just curious how you're amazed that this is what i've heard i'm amazed that that is what you've heard and not just about the prison but you also seem to not feel that way about the military. Whereas I would say a solid 75% of people I've known in the military never shut up about how they only made it out because of how masculine they are, how they have seen things and done things that civilians could never understand. And I hear 75%, I would say, from people that have been in prison that will say, oh, yeah, like, they are always coming after me, bro, but I found ways, you know, to stay ahead. And they, they came for me, but I shut them down. And it's like, oh, okay, you're like 130 pounds. You're like five foot five. But like, okay, you know, that is what I hear. So it, I, I can't say that what you've heard is wrong. I'm just super interested that what our experience has been is so opposite. Dude, I don't even know. Because even if you think about the military, the military, it's not like they're getting put in Connecticut prisons, right? Because the military, they just stationed wherever. You know what I mean? And I very, very rarely... When I say people talk about the military, I just mean in general. I don't mean it's like, oh, I was in war and the shit was crazy. Um, because very fucking rarely, maybe 1% of the people I've talked to will talk about war and how crazy it was and how they barely get out. And that's something... See, I feel like... Go. That's something that it's not like... It's not specific to... Connecticut, because they don't get stationed in Connecticut. You know what I mean? They just they put them wherever, wherever they need it. It's, I know people that will tell me their war stories, or tell me their horror stories, like when I first meet them, and then years down the road they've forgotten that they've told me these initial war stories, and then I find out they just worked in an office translating Spanish to English. See, And it's like, Oh, I thought you were on the front lines under fire. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for, for three months I was deployed or something. And it's like, 
No, you aren't. You just know that that will give you a, a look, a feel to yourself that other people will think you're cool. Like, I don't think that the military is full of, you know, 99% of them right now or in Afghanistan or whatever, shooting at shit. But how is it possible then that 99% of everyone I know that's been in the military was involved in that? Cause they're just making that shit up, which I would say is this since hearing what you've said about prison, I hadn't really thought about it that way. But I think that you're right, that the prison probably isn't like that. But people that go to prison want you to think that they lived through this because they're tough enough to do it. And you never could, but, but they could. If you get another DUI, will you go to prison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky I didn't this last time. Okay. I was, when I went to, when uh, I was going to, when I got I got a lawyer, right? And when I was going to my court case, I was like, he's like, was well, there anything you're worried about? I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens. I just can't do jail time. I was like, I'll lose my fucking, I was at GameStop. It was like a two months into GameStop. I was like, I'll lose my job. This and that. He's like, what if you do a weekend? I was like, that'd be fine. Like, whatever. If a weekend, I could just not put myself on. Right. <laughs> right, do right. Go to jail. Yeah. I was like, any, <laughs> Come back. if it's a month, I was like, I'm fucked. He's like, all right. All right. So, you know, I, I had to pay some fines and shit. The funny thing is, so the guy, the lawyer is my mom's cousin. So we go up to, we both meet in court. We get there. We, he calls my name. We walk up together. And the judge is like, oh, George, George, oh, it's been so great. I haven't seen you in so long. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was a, I mean, yeah, that was like the fourth one I was arrested for. So I just got lucky. The, the first two, I think, is because the first two I was 18, 19. They were within like two weeks of each other. So, like, legally, and not, not through the DMV, but legally, the first one got nollied, and the second one got dropped down um, to, like, a lesser charge. So I think that's, like, really what saved me, too. So, but, oh, so I, I could tell you what. I had, I had a really low count. I think the legal, well, I mean, I was underage, but it was still a low count. It was, like, a 0. .4, 0. .6, but when I... I got arrested. I was smoking dust that night. So I opened the door and I went, to, <laughs> I went to walk out and I couldn't walk a straight line. I could barely stand up. So. But it wasn't Jeez. from the alcohol. No, no. Cause I blew like a 0.4. <laughs> Officer. I'm just a really yeah, big lightweight. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell They're you. They're probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> this dude just sniffed a beer and he's yeah, fucked up. Yeah. What the hell, man? But that was that was uh, twenty two years ago. So this shit makes me feel like you have to experience it yourself, because obviously listening to an 
an ex inmates story or an ex deployed military or a guard. Like you're just getting different points of view, which I guess can go back to what we were saying earlier. Like everybody's going to react to shit different, but I think that there is something about it where people are taking a negative situation, like going to jail is a pretty negative aspect of your life, but it's astounding how many people immediately tell you and always talk about being in jail, which you said you, you hear that a lot. So like they are bringing it up, not because it's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to them, but because they think there is something about it that will garner some respect from you by talking about it or telling you like, or why do you think the reason that people just continuously talk about it is like when I was in prison, uh, when I was, in I mean, prison, I'd like to say you're wrong, but you're probably not, even if it's not like, Oh, I defend shit off, but just in general saying, Oh, when I was in prison, we would do this or that. I, th- I think you're probably right. It it's bizarre that people think that's going to garner respect, but you know, I'm not going to like, if you sit here and we're talking about something and you say, Oh yeah, I was in prison one time. I wouldn't lose respect for you. But if you're sitting here and telling me something about prison, like just randomly, I'm like, like, why do you have to just come up with that? (laughs) It's almost got nothing to do with the story. And yet you're bringing it up. Did you ever, did you ever do furds? Did you ever do food service when you were younger? Like restaurant work? Yeah, where it did prep work and then uh, some dishes and breading and stuff, yeah. Did you ever work at any place where they had a... Well, fuck, there's a word for it. Where they bring in employees from the prison? The work release? Uh, did you mm-hmm. ever work with any of those dudes? I worked with people that were in halfway houses, yeah. Okay, I think that's probably a similar thing. Where they're still under the the rules of parole or prison, we would have dudes that would come in for like short shifts and they would always get the shittiest job. They'd always be like the dishwasher or sweep the fucking uh, parking lot or some shit like that. But they were great to employ because they had to show up for work. Like the prison bus would bring them to work and pick them up. But these could be the smallest, scrawniest, most strung out dudes you've ever seen, but they would want to fight with you about everything. And I remember one time, this was at an Applebee's just to make this picture even better. Cause Applebee's is top tier, you know? And you know, if somebody orders a chicken finger dinner, they're supposed to get like four chicken fingers. So dude dropped like four chicken fingers in the fryer and there aren't, you know, they're on a timer. It beeps dude, like racks them to let all the grease drip off of them. This dude from work release comes around the corner and, and takes one and runs back to the, to the dish area with it. And dude turns around and now he's only got three to put on the plate instead of four. And he's like, who took a fucking chicken finger? And he sees the dude in there, you know, like, like chewing on it. So he yells across the back of the restaurant at him. 
It wasn't me. <laughs> and he, he comes over and confronts this six foot, 250 pound dude with a fork. And he, he attempts to fucking stab this dude with a fork. And I swear I've never seen a dude fly so fucking far. This, this massive fat dude, I don't mean 250 like he's built. He's just a big ass fat dude. One hand pushes this like five foot tall kid. And he leaves his feet and probably goes about, eight feet in the air and his back (laughs) hits a sink and you just see him like crumple backwards. And then he gets back up and comes after the dude with the fork again. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like the, the bus came and picked him up, you know, and, and took him back and we never saw him again. This, this story isn't relevant to the conversation that we're having. I just remembered that it happened. (laughs) Yeah. It's a story. And like, I don't know, this kid was a teenager, so it's possible he's just had a shit life forever. Or, and this is getting into a much bigger fucking thing, right? Or was it being in the prison system that's kind of made him this, you know, more aggressive because he feels like he has to be? Yeah, teenagers but... always seem to be a little more aggressive than adults, too. It always seems like the, the bad stories you hear are from juvenile and shit. But like that would make me think and it's a fault of mine. You can't you can't take an entire prison building and say, oh, every dude's like this. But this was over nothing. That he tried to stab somebody with a fork. I don't I don't picture going to prison, being surrounded with people that want to stab me with a fork as being like not that bad of a place to be like that sounds kind of shitty. I don't know, man, but Applebee's has some pretty good <laughs> chicken tenders. I'm just saying I haven't been to an Applebee's since I quit working there. Yeah. I don't blame you. The place Terrible. is fucking trash. Terrible. Fucking yeah. crapplebees, man. All, hey, and are they always busy though in Connecticut? Uh, I, Cause in South Carolina, they are fucking packed really? every no, night. No the, matter what I went to one, yeah, the one that was near me, I went to years ago and ended up closing a couple years later, but it was not packed, and it was so fucking bad that I never went back. <laughs> it was the worst out of those chains. I just, yeah, I yeah, genuinely yeah. don't understand the fascination with Applebee's. Like, people's like, oh yeah, let's go to fucking Applebee's. They're like fifty cent app night. No, go fuck yourself. I want to have something decent. I don't want to eat yeah. plastic. Yeah. The fuck out of here. At least Cracker Barrel, like Cracker Barrel, is decent, but it tastes like it tastes like they they make it in big pans, and like it's almost as if you were gonna go buffet style, right? That's kind of what it tastes like. So it's not bad. It's not great. But it's not bad. Yeah, they just scoop it up. I worked at a Cracker Barrel too. Is that what they do? Is they just? I did the rounds. Yeah, everything is made in like those big, like three foot by two foot metal. Yeah, they're like pans, thick. and then. It's like the macaroni is probably made like 20 pounds at a time and then put into one of those like hot steam racks. So it stays just warm enough. But at Applebee's, man, we would microwave 
the pasta. Oh my, that's Ugh. why it's terrible. <laughs> I'd rather have that buffet shit. Ugh. Dude, there was one dude that would run like the prep area of the kitchen and his job every day was to bag up, you know, like four ounces of pasta in a bag a hundred fucking times or whatever. And depending on the specific dish that you ordered, we had a, we had a true grill and then we had a flat top grill. And so depending like sometimes like if you had shrimp on a stick, like a shrimp kebab or whatever, a skewer that would go on the real grill. But if you wanted like shrimp for your pasta, because it's not on a stick, that would be in a bag. And that shit would just get thrown in the microwave. So there were dishes where you would throw the pasta bag in the microwave. You would throw the shrimp in the microwave. Then you would dump it out into a bowl and put like tomatoes on top. And that's, I've never worked somewhere that had that much. Every station had like three microwaves above it. And it was just microwave it, microwave it. Oh my it, microwave God. It. No wonder it's so bad. Yeah. That's, that's why it's so bad. Yeah. We didn't have any legit like pasta strainers, you know, where yeah. you would sit the yeah, pasta in the water thing that has like and, then, four... and then pull it out. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that doesn't bad. even take that long. Yeah, you pour toast. it in and it's like five minutes in the pasta strainer. <laughs> pull it out. It's, it's not about time it's about how much do we have to train our employees because you actually have to train someone to know hey the pasta's done you got to pull it out compared to hey just push this button that says pasta on it on the microwave (laughs) oh you see this button right here it says pasta yeah Yeah, that's the one you're looking for we would take like little like three ounce plastic you know like sauce cups that you would get for the Mm -hmm. pasta like the alfredo sauce would be portioned in that you would put that shit in the microwave for like 10 seconds and the, the cup would start to kind of crumble oh my God, under the heat yeah. from the microwave yep. <laughs> and you would just take it and dump it on top. That's terrible. And people <laughs> loved it. What yeah. the fuck? <sighs> the, <laughs> definitely the worst restaurant yeah. I've ever worked at. That's fucking horrible, dude. Anybody, uh, Anybody got any video games they want to talk about? <laughs> We've kind of went off the yeah, rails yeah. a little bit, didn't we? I mean, none of us none of us played shit. I'm sure that 2 weeks from now I will have played Borderlands, hopefully played through it. But I mean, have you how far have you made it in Horizon? Uh, I think I'm like 25% in. Okay. You still, are you still planning on playing more? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I am. It's okay. just, like I said, just everything kind of shit on me at one time. So it's kind of like, well, fuck it. Right. What's next for Morgan? I, I don't probably borderlands. I think unless I start a new playthrough and Elden ring, but even a new playthrough would probably only take five to 10 hours. I am, I am going to PAX East this weekend. So it's yeah. oh shit yeah. really this is in person right like for the first time what uh well no I went there two years ago but I was working it with a buddy because 
he had his board game that we were doing. Um, but this time, yeah, but there hasn't, right. There hasn't been one since I remember very specifically too. It was February and my buddy was like, I don't know, Morgan, it's not looking good for Japan. I was like, don't fucking say that. I was like, I'm going, I'm going, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first, uh, live one since then he was like he it was kind of like a whim but he was like oh you want to go and i was like not sure at first and i was like yeah fuck it are you going to work a booth again nope, nope. which is nice oh you're just going. yeah yeah neither of us he may help a little bit if they need it but uh, i doubt it because they sold all the uh games that he had so that shit sounds fun though. Like, was that a cool experience at least once? Yeah. To work the booth? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of like, you know, you're showing the game all day. So after it does get tiring, but I would take breaks and walk around and chill out. But it was a really cool experience. You almost see a lot of fucking weirdos. Oh, yeah. A lot of weirdos. <laughs> it was work. So I did PAX East. And then before that, I did PAX Unplugged. Right. So PAX Unplugged is just all board games. And, like, there are a lot of people that are totally normal that play board games, but there are a lot more weirdos. A <laughs> lot. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Dale, have you been to that place in Irmo that sells all the board game shit and nerd shit? I don't. I don't fucking um, remember what it is. It's I on kn- St. Andrews Road. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I've passed. I've never actually been into it. I used to go in there eh, once once a month, twice a month, because they would have like Friday night or Saturday night game nights where you, yeah. you could come in the store. I don't know how normal this is. Morgan can probably tell me. There was no cover charge. You could just come in and they had a whole fucking wall of board games and you could just take one and take it to your table and just play it for free. And they would sell bullshit like hot dogs, popcorn or whatever. And I'm guessing how that's how they could make some money. But there were maybe 25 normal, like four person tables. And then like four or five massive tables for like Warhammer or something. And let's say there were a hundred people in there. You'd get a solid five people. That were like, that's a well-dressed, attractive man or a woman. And then you'd get 10 to 15 people that were like, oh, that's, that looks like that's probably a cool dude. And then you would get 10 to 20. Okay. That's just your average. That's just a normal fucking person. And then you would get 50 people where you were like, what the fuck? And those 50 people provided so much entertainment that I didn't even enjoy. What did we play? Like what's that settlers of Catan? Is that a game? Yeah. 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 And I, I don't know. Cause we would just grab some shit and try to figure out how to play it. But it wasn't like, look how funny that dude looks like. Let's, let's make fun of how horrible this guy looks it would be the interactions that you would hear about like an argument that would take place. And you almost couldn't even understand the argument 
because it was so fucking nerdy that you would just be totally lost, but they would be so heated. I think that you should go check this place out. I don't know if I'm actually (laughs) going to do that. I swear the the little concession stand was like hot hot pockets and corn dogs. (laughs) It It was awesome. Like, like hot pockets, you know, in like the 24 item box and you would just like take one out and pay like two mm-hmm. bucks for it. And the corn dogs were in those blue, you know, the blue box that you open up and it has a bag in it and then like 30, yep. 30 corn dogs. Yep. Yeah. It was awesome. And then there was like a microwave, like no one prepared it for you. You had to like buy the corn dog, like with, no wrapper or anything on it. You would just take it out of the fucking box and be like, Oh, corn dog. And then have to walk over to the microwave. (laughs) Terrible. I mean, shit, that's better than what some places uh, do now. I miss that shit. I feel bad making fun of people when Morgan's around because he really doesn't like it. He doesn't like when I make fun of people. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I like geeky people. Like I can see it. I like on his, yep, on his face. I do. I can't. I, mean, I do too, but I think that it's a confusing thing to explain because I may see some super nerdy person that looks terrible and is dressed terrible and has, you know, leaving out like, uh, like disfigurements and shit, right? right? Like this dude just isn't doing anything to help himself. And he, and he could, he could do something, but some of these people just don't care. Right. I can kind of look at that dude and laugh about the kind of dude that he is without me thinking less of him. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I, if that dude were to come up to me and talk to me, I wouldn't be like, get away loser. I would probably have enough in common with this dude to talk to him for a long ass time, but I do enjoy like, Holy shit. Like what are some of these people thinking or what has led them to this stage in their life? But it, it doesn't get to the point where I'm like thinking negatively about them. Right. Which is, that sounds like it's some sort of excuse, but like, I, I like them. Like I like being around them and it is for some sort of enjoyment, but it's not necessarily laughing at them. Right. Does that make sense? Or does it just sound like I'm trying to make an excuse for it? It does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is, the, the last thing I'll say is, is like geeky people that, where it's hard for them to really socialize is one thing. Like those people, I, I won't make fun of. It's the people that don't care, that don't take care of themselves. That it's I just like why don't you take why don't you fucking clean the dirt under your nails? You know what I mean? Why don't you fucking brush your teeth a little more? Why don't you fucking do this or that? Like you don't have to dress a certain way, but you just have to look like you give a little bit of a shit. You know. 
But yeah, stop wearing fedoras oh too. A triple Thank you. Fuck they're called. Please, dude. They're terrible. Just, just right. Just yeah. stop, dude. So you're better than that. You two are now participating in what's going on in my head, and you don't feel any shame. You don't feel any shame about it. Like, well, my thing is, I never said I didn't make fun of people. <laughs> I'm just—I mean, I call shit out. I'm just throwing that out. There. It's a lot of just curiosity. Like, so Morgan's example. Like, why don't you clean your nails? Why don't you comb your fucking hair? I would imagine that some of these people are just oblivious to it. But I imagine some of them are making the choice that just like, oh, this, this doesn't matter. Like, either I just don't care how I look, which, okay. Or I'm so fucking depressed and I feel so bad about myself that I just can't even get started to take care of it. And that's like, man, what I want to do a podcast with you. Like <laughs> why what happened to you? Like <laughs> where, right. Like where did this come from? Uh, where did we go wrong? But how do you get started on that subject without Sound like a dick? Like, you're already insulting them. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It gets a little, I mean, there's always a way to handle it, but damn, man, like clean your nails. Stop wearing a fucking triple. The, the neckbeard crowd is fucking is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you hit that trifecta of like. Like neck neckbeard, white knight. Uh, <laughs> Milady, like toxic masculinity shit. It's like, oh, wow. Like, go ahead. I've got one question. When you say neckbeard, what do you mean? Like paint a picture? Yeah, like what? Uh, well, physically or mentally? Well, I think I want to make sure I answer. Uh, your... Physically, more like what type of person is like a neckbeard? Is it like, like they have? It would be similar. Well, it it can't just be that I grew hair on my neck right. because some people some people actually do that but they don't have the mental or physical characteristics of what I would call a neck beard. And you can be a neck beard without having hair on your neck. Like that's not a, that's not a requirement, but if we're talking about like that hair on your neck. Can't cover that red neck boy. The dirty nails, the bad hygiene, the severe distaste or distrust in women. Like when yeah. you start heading down that path, which, which is, I don't know why, but kind of comes with the fedora in a lot of ways because you get the fedora wears that are like milady, milady, I, let me court you. And it's like, who the fuck are you? And it's like, oh, I just play D and D and have a have a wild imagination for the 1600s or something like, OK, but like those dudes are weird, but those dudes can be fun or interesting. It's that toxic, like women should still serve men and women should still. Where's my sandwich, bitch? Go ahead. It's kind of, I think like incels now, you know what an incel is? Okay. Yeah. I think that those two words would be interchangeable. Right. Yeah. I think when I say neckbeard, well, I mean. Yeah. When you started talking, yeah, yeah. I started thinking of like incels. So. 
Which for I know you guys, but know, there are for the anybody pro. that doesn't. Incel is a man that is an involuntary celibate, right? So because of a severe issue with women. Yeah, I think twofold. It's an issue with women, but it's also an issue with just uh, socialization too. I think. Yeah, yeah. So you could mm-hmm. take neckbeard, and then under neckbeard, you would have a line going to okay. incel. Yeah. And then you would have a line going to, uh, like the white knights, right? Right. Like, like the dudes that will stick up for women, no matter what. Is it like an honor system, <laughs> like a tiered system? You know, well, they just get well, yeah, because they, they will they be start off as a white knight, then they grow to a neckbeard. From a neckbeard, they go to an incel. Like, is that how? No, this neckbeard is at the top, and you could both of them are neckbeards, but you could split into oh, like a. Okay. I have a positive opinion of women. Right. And I want to treat them chivalrously and like the fair maiden that they are. Or, or you could take the complete fucking right hand turns. Right. Like, oh, fucking, where's my sandwich? I said no mayonnaise, bitch. Right. And you don't know until you dig which one you're going to get. Because I think from the outside, they both would look the same. Right. Like, or you could have the other the uh, undercover incel. Someone who's getting laid. <laughs> but... Explain that one. <laughs> it's there. No, it's it's pretty much he's like uh the exact exactly what you it sounds like. He acts like I tip my hat to you, my lady, and then as soon as you get him under the covers, fucking bitch. <laughs> this is why I can't fucking date women, bitch. Do you do you watch anime with subs or dubs? This is gonna tell hey, me everything hey, I need to know. You're crossing a line. Oh, oh, look! Uh, actually, you're starting to look kind of like a fucking neckbeard right now. <laughs> the weeb can exist outside of the neckbeard category. You do not have to be a neckbeard. It's its own subcategory. A, yeah, it's its own. Do you listen? To, I mean, do you want which anime? Do you like? Do you like with subs or dubs? You know, there's really only one answer to that. Fucking trash! Fucking trash! <laughs> All right. Before we leave off, I wanted to say I'm sorry, Dale. I didn't. I'm not trying to. You seem like you got mad at me. I wasn't trying to put down what you do or your job, or try to make it seem like it's less than it is, right? Like less dangerous than it is. So. No, I'm trash. I got that. I'm good. Yeah, but I mean your job. You know, not, not you. <laughs> it's it's also trash. <laughs> they only pay my bills. I thought no, honestly, I, I thought when you left GameStop that you were possibly making a significant mistake because what you were making. Okay, don't make that face because I don't mean that staying at GameStop was going to be a great decision. Uh, oh, because that's what that's kind of how I took that. I was like, he's like, you're fucking making a mistake, man. GameStop, you know, in about like five years, they're going to have this fucking stock increase, and you're going to fucking make bank. Okay, just so stick tight. Man, if any of us had bought that stock, I don't even want to talk Ugh. about that. Let's just move on past that. <laughs> there was a time it was like $4 a share. But whatever. When you showed me the, the starting pay scale, it was very similar to what you were making as an assistant manager. No, it was more. But it wasn't. All right. Well, you remember better than I do. But. Had you made that amount for the next 
15, 20 years of your life, you definitely wouldn't be where you are now. No. Right. So it ended up working out very well for you. Very lucrative. I, I'm just saying, I was like, oh shit, I hope that this doesn't like stall at, at this and stab amount. Him. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Do what you want to do with your life. I don't really care. I just want to be big, burly, and tattooed like you and have dreads. One of those things is not possible. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't get big. Yeah. I can grow the dreads. <laughs> I say, wait. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else? Uh, you already got your positivity in there. Is there anything that's annoying you that's not me? <laughs> you don't annoy yeah, me. You don't get yeah. under my skin. I thought you. You got to really I, I try to get under my to, skin. I thought you might have gotten mad at me before. No, no, no. I was just yeah, letting yeah, you talk. Yeah. I was just letting you guys go. It's like one of those things where I don't have to have a oh, response no. for everything. And that's like a one thing. Well, it's just one thing. Like some people think like if I'm not actively in the conversation, you don't need to respond to fucking everything. Like my wife gets mad at me sometimes for that. I, was like, okay, I fully agree. And I do yeah. the same thing, but you just seems a little aloof after that. So aloof, aloof, just like, aloof. Ah, I don't care more or less. Aloof. It was I a sourdough aloof. Let me, was I pumpernickel? <laughs> Let me run this by y'all. And I want a, I want a rating on this. You use your, use your standard rating score. How annoying is it to you? when the cheese on the pizza doesn't come all the way to the crust and there's like a half an inch or three quarters of an inch between the cheese and the crust where it's just sauce. It's a terrible pizza. <laughs> right. So, so on your scale of one to five, five being most annoying five. and one being, I don't, it's a five. If it's yeah, more. Okay. Three. But what about, Dale, are you better off three with it of, being three out of ten more sauce than so? Like this is the end, right? And then there's this much cheese, and the sauce ends here. But for me, that's a one. Like I'm okay with that, right? So what you said? See, I'm thinking like like a thin <laughs> a thin sauce border around the crust. Like if there's like a little bit of a sauce border around the crust, like on the very like I guess the yeah. ditch of it. And you know, the other cheese just doesn't make it all the way up. That doesn't bother me too much. Now I'm not gonna lie. If it's a substantial like fucking just sauce fucking river going around this outside, oh, yo, go okay. fuck yourself. So what I mean would be like you got your slice and you've you've eaten all the way to where there's no more cheese on it. All that's left is the bit of sauce and the crust. But it takes a bite of the sauce before you get to the crust. So you're eating a bite. That's just. Okay. Crust yeah, that's, and sauce. Never mind. That's a yeah. 10 out of 10. Okay. The yeah. pizza okay. polish should be burnt down. If it's just a little tiny bit, that's okay. There's... But that much. Is just... I feel like yeah. in a perfect situation, the cheese should almost overlap a little bit onto the crust. Cause who's going to complain if there's some cheese on their crust. Someone will. I'm Yeah. Somebody probably fucking will. But I hate that like sauce by itself has like that tangy 
kind of like soury like and you know you have to like smack your fucking <laughs> mouth around to get yeah and then <laughs> you know that oh you have, that's a spicy meatball uh, you have an entire pizza <laughs> a pizza left that you have to deal with this shit yeah mama my it's tangy <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's a 20 out of 20 mm-hmm. for me. I fucking, I can't stand it. So, whoever that pizza parlor was, that pizzeria, burn them down. Don't even ask questions. Just go burn them the fuck down. They don't deserve to be in business anyway. Mm-hmm. Scum of the earth. Down to hell. If all the way to the bottom. Seas- I take my finger and I like dig my finger right into where the crust that rises meets the crust on the bottom. And I like dig all the sauce out. And then like flick it off of my finger. Oh, like see, see, I would I would dig it in and start <laughs> looking for the cheese because maybe they hid it in the crust. I mean, start okay poking all the way around. Now, if you had a stuffed crust pizza and there was a little bit of sauce next to it, I think I would be fine with Forgivable. that because you're getting some cheese along with it. You just gotta find it. You gotta warm it up, poke and prod a little, get in there. Morgan. Is there any way that you could mail me pizza from that place by your house? I mean, I can. I don't know how good it would be. <laughs> Send it like a, uh, a Hello right. Fresh package. Just get a big old box, put a bunch of uh, flash freeze it, and put a bunch of those uh, that, dry uh, ice containers in there. Fucking set. You're good to go. There was a pizza that I had in Seattle that, in my memory, is like one of like the top three pizzas I've ever had. And then the pizza I had at Morgan's house is also in the top three. I need to eat them like side by side, back to back simultaneously at the same time, like to give the winner to like one or the that other. Pizza is even better if you have it there too. Like when it's like hot, hot. So what was it that you got? Pepperoni. Was it a specific, was it just yep. pepperoni? Yep. See, and that's the thing, because that's such a plain pizza. The one in Seattle was a margarita, right. which has a totally different mm, yeah. taste. So is it even fair mm. to compare those the two? The only way you could really compare pizza, in my opinion, is cheese or pepperoni. It's like got to be very basic. Yeah. God, now I want a fucking pepperoni pizza. <laughs> everything else it just adds and it changes the flavor. It's like it all starts in the dough and the sauce, and then everything else you get. A... And the water, yeah, and the water. I think you're right. The yeah. water is key. Yeah. Um, I I'm, no, I'm dead ass serious. Yeah. But when you're, when you're getting the dough together, like anyone from up north will tell you, especially New York and New Jersey, it's all about there was the water. Someone in like Florida that was getting water from either Connecticut and New York for their pizzas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This controller is broken. Sponsored by. Pizza. There you go. 